When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in. Final hour Tuesday edition. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Encourage you to go sign up for the podcast. You won't miss a moment. You can search out my name, Clay Travis. You can search out Buck Sexton. You will be well on your way to ensuring that you have access to every single word that we say. 15 hours every week plus exclusive, unique, not shared on the radio thoughts interviews moments as we sit here today buck this is an unprecedented day in american history i think the impact of this day is going to be substantial what the legacy will be remains uncertain as we are speaking to you right now Donald Trump is in the New York City courthouse, the Manhattan Criminal Court. There is footage airing on all networks of police officers standing, court-related employees standing. On one side of the door, it appears, is Donald Trump, and every time the door opens, (laughs) they zoom in, Buck, to see whether or not Trump is going to come walking out of that door. And so far, it has not happened. The carnival, the circus-like atmosphere outside of the courthouse, you've heard our producer, Allie, alongside of her muscle, Greg, (laughs) who is helping to make sure that she stays safe. But it is hyperbolically often said, this is a bombshell moment, this is an incredible story, Everybody out there has never been alive in an American country where a president or former president to say nothing of a currently leading opposition candidate to Joe Biden, who is in the White House right now, has been charged with a crime. The crime is, as we have discussed on this show, legally speaking, junk, at least so far in New York City, based on what has been reported and what we expect to see in this indictment. But at any moment, Trump may come through that door 
and may begin to speak with the media that is gathered there as he prepares for his arraignment. To kind of put in context what will happen, Trump will go into this courtroom. The charges will be provided to him. He will say not guilty. Presumably we will have audio of that not guilty plea that then reverberates across the entire media sphere and around the world. And then Trump may well step outside and address the throngs of supporters, protesters, police that are all gathered in the streets of Manhattan. And then reports are that he's going to get back on his airplane, fly back to Mar-a-Lago and have an address tonight associated with all of this. But my goodness, just from a historic perspective, both you and I are history nerds, Buck. This is a major moment in American history. It's a tragic and sad, in our opinion, moment. But we really don't know what the legacy will be because, frankly, we don't know what's going to happen from here. Nobody does. That's that you're frankly there sounded kind of Trumpian, by the way. Maybe you're feeling a little emotive connection. You're frankly, probably. But um, I can't impress upon people how crazy it is that every time this door opens, it's, I know I'm, I'm sure like, oh the gosh. ratings are off the charts right now it, for just a, a still camera inside of the Manhattan Criminal Court. I mean, it's a little bit like a different scene, but similar feel to the steps of the Supreme Court when that decision's about to be released and on a big decision, you know, yeah. on a. On a You're waiting Heller. for somebody to come sprinting down to say what it is yeah, and start you know. to read from it live on television. Um, so that is that is certainly uh, the feel you get right now from the scene, and, and they've got this going on. But you know, Clay, I, I also believe that it's it's not really possible to know what the oh the door just opened i had to say it wasn't him though it's another cop it's another cop sorry uh and by the way if you're watching this as i'm sure many of the cops are they're probably like hey dude there's 10 million people or 15 million like i'm gonna open the door everybody's gonna react there's bob walking through look look at tom tom's walking through the door right now hey phil i see phil lieutenant from the 33rd you know there he is anyway um so uh we won't really know what this means we know what it means for the rule of law which is yes That yeah. we've established, that it's a is tragic clear. day for United for, States for politics, of law. regardless. Yes. Politics-wise, though, this is either the beginning of the end of Trump 2024 or the resurgent moment that creates the unbelievable, dare I say, barring from Bill Murray. There, by the way, D.A. Bragg just walked through one of those doors and entered into the court. Uh, room i believe so uh there is the da bragg is now in that room i would expect that within the next minute or two trump will come through this door enter the courtroom and in relatively rapid fashion he will enter a plea of not guilty but bragg now the da who has brought the case against trump just came through that door walked into that room i don't know i would bet the answer is they don't really I don't know that Bragg and Trump, for all of the sort of attention that the two guys have gotten, have really been in the same room that many times, if at all, Buck, to this point. And they shortly will come face-to-face in this New York City courtroom uh, as the charges are read and then Trump enters his plea of not guilty. So the politics of this, again, are in progress in a way that nobody can really foresee because there's so many forks in this road about what this will mean and and how this will all play out. And, and I think that 
we're we're also analyzing this. We know about the legal damage from this, but it's not contained to this. There are other criminal trials. Remember, the Secret Service, and this is this is established, has been subpoenaed uh, to speak about Trump Mar-a-Lago documents. So they're very much still actively looking at that. You know what's interesting, Clay? Just as an aside, not a lot of leaks from the special counsel looking into Biden's hand. Correct. Isn't that so weird? We yeah. don't get any peek at all into the special counsel that Merrick Garland appointed to look at Joe Biden, you know, papering his walls with classified documents. You know, Biden was starting the grill out in the backyard with classified documents. I mean, the whole thing is insane. But uh, we're, we're waiting for Trump to come out. If he does speak to everybody, we'll obviously take him. The whole country will take him live. And uh, this... This really is is a moment I think that you'll look back on and and it's almost you know I think for some people it's a little reminiscent of coming down the escalator. Yeah. This will feel like the true forget about the the official announcement. Forget about what he said uh you know back in what was it November. For a lot of people this may feel like the start of the Trump 2024 campaign right now when he comes out of there depending on what he says and how it goes. And and you talk about one man and his significant trajectory of history that surrounds him. Imagine, Buck, if Trump says right before he makes the decision to go down that escalator and launch his 2016 campaign that led him to the Oval Office. Imagine if he says, you know what? Politics is not for me. And at the last minute, he just calls it off and says, I'm comfortable being a businessman. I'm a multi-billionaire. I don't want to go into the political arena at all. How much different is American life? Who gets the nomination for the Republican Party in 2016 and runs against Hillary Clinton? Does Hillary Clinton beat that person? Then what would the campaign have looked like in 2020? All of American history pivots to a large extent right now, Buck, on Trump's decision to come down that escalator. And we're still, seven years later, dealing with all of the permutations that have come since that decision to come down the escalator. And it leads to this moment, which to me is a very crucible moment, Buck, because you and I are history nerds. But real-life history is hard to predict. We don't know what all of the impact is going to be of these charges. We don't know what's going to happen in Georgia. We don't know what the Department of Justice is going to do. We don't know in the long range... A year from now, we'll have a nominee for the Republican Party to go up against. We think it's going to be Joe Biden. Will that Trump show continue? If so, Trump may well go back into the White House. And this is why I think there's not enough discussion about this. Democrats desperately wanted Trump in 2016 and he kicked their ass. Can he do it again in 24? And if he does, the Trump show would go all the way into 2028 and a lot of Democrats would be sitting around, I think they would go insane. I think there would likely be riots, the scale of which we have not seen even so far. I, I think All that's, of that's still to come. We don't know how this is going to play out. I, I do think we, we, have to, we have to consider the possibility here that with all of this, we're talking about unprecedented. If Donald Trump is able to, from this point, win in 2024 and... By the numbers, it's obviously not a crazy proposition based yeah. on what happened in it's 2020, not in the least. It's a 50-50 election, yeah. just like it was in 16 election. and 20. Totally. If the coin flip goes his way, so to speak, I know there's a ton of work and billions of dollars yeah. that will be spent, etc. But if this goes his way, statistically, 
It will be the most uh, the most improbable political story of our lifetimes. I, I don't know if there's anything to look at in in history. I mean, this is really you know as, this as is like this is the up Trump there with has. Has yeah, this been. is up there with Napoleon coming back from Elba Island. I mean, this is like a whole other level of return to the front, to the forefront of politics. I don't know how this could even happen. Well, and at this point, again, no one can tell you what's going to come. No one can even tell you what the impact of this is going to be. And I think that's so significant. Because we can have different theories and say, well, I think the uh, charges benefit Trump in the short term, and I think he's going to have a surge in support. But how does it get impacted if there's charges in Georgia? Here's another crazy question, Buck, that I think you could make an argument for. People are so locked in on what they think about Trump that it almost doesn't even matter what he does. And that's like the Fifth Avenue comment, right? He could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and his supporters would stay behind him. The flip side to that is he could save somebody from a murder and the people who hate Trump would still think he's Hitler, right? How fixed are public opinion and how many people are even movable no matter what happens? I think that's something we also have to consider. We got to give Trump, we got to get him this quote from Napoleon when he slipped in 1815, slipped past the British fleet with a handful of soldiers and came back and tried to do it all over again. Said after making a mistake or suffering a misfortune, the man of genius always gets back on his feet. There you go. That's Trump, man. Right now, I mean, this is Buck, even this is to his get moment to here. In the immediate aftermath of the midterms, would you have ever believed that Trump would have a thirty-point lead in the Republican primary contest as we enter into April? Six months ago, basically. Would you have ever believed Trump would be running away, which he is right now with the 2024 Republican race? I would not have six months ago. I would not have this predicted is why I that say, was going to happen. Trying to predict the future on this stuff. You know, when we're, when we're analyzing the legality of this, we're looking at what's happening now. The politics of this, I mean, this is going to be, it's going to be a wild ride. I can tell you that much. I hope it ends out, ends up well for the country. I, I have my serious concerns. But at least we'll all be doing it together, everybody. Team, all across the country. <laughs> we're in this roller coaster together right now. And, uh, it's, uh, we're just right now, it feels like, you know, we're, you're, you're kind of cranking up to go to the high level. That's where we are. We're just cranking up at this point in the uh, roller coaster car. We're not even seeing how many twists and turns it's going to have. Asset managers, names you know, are using your retirement funds to further their ESG agenda. Last year, state treasurers across the nation sent a message to stop playing politics with our pensions by divesting $5 billion from these companies. 25 states are suing to block ESG nonsense from endangering your retirement. Republicans on Capitol Hill recently passed a bill blocking the Biden administration from allowing huge asset managers from using your hard-earned money to further their ESG agenda. But while conservatives in the House and Senate have your back, President Biden used his veto pen to kill this bill a couple of weeks ago. Senator Joe Manchin, a Democrat who voted to block ESG investing, blasted Biden's veto as infuriating and charged it is putting a radical and progressive agenda ahead of the country's needs. These firms have a fiduciary duty to maximize returns. They should be held to account for playing politics with our pensions and doing it without our consent. To learn how Consumers Research is protecting all of us from these woke investment firms, go to consumersresearch.org. That's consumersresearch.org, paid for by Consumers Research. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton, making sense in an insane world.
Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on prize picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name Clay for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the prize picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, hey, I'm covered, no worries. Not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. And that can be a lot of money for your family, but how do you know you're not being overbilled? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. So unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claim comes in, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it before you see another health care provider. HealthLock.com. HealthLock.com. We're still waiting to see when 45 Donald Trump walks out of the Manhattan courthouse. Uh, they, they got the various cable news channels fixed on this door for Trump to come out. I've got to assume. Now, maybe he wants to hold off until the Mar-a-Lago address tonight, right, which is set for about 815 Eastern. Um, so the president's going to be back down in Florida, uh, and he'll be addressing the nation tonight. So we'll clearly have that to react to for you tomorrow on the show. But if I'm Trump, I come out and, you know, look, the one thing, even his biggest haters will admit 
The guy's a showman. He knows how to draw a crowd. He knows how to draw people in and get media headlines, right? And now, no matter who, I mean, he could be Calvin Coolidge walking out of the courthouse right now and he'd be able to get headlines. I mean, this is a former president who's being prosecuted. Um, But this is a moment in time where I think it's likely you'll see uh, Trump speak about what he faces. And for anybody, Clay, who has made the argument in the past, you've seen this. There are memes about this, too. It's not that they're com- it's not that they're coming after him because they just hate him. It's because he stands in the way of what the left wants to do to every average American who doesn't go along with this. Today is a big check mark in that box. That's why I'd encourage him to not play the victim card. Play instead the they're coming after me because I'm standing up for you. That's the winning message, I think. And play the historic nature of these charges. I think it's fair to bring up Hillary Clinton. I think it's fair to bring up Bill Clinton. I think it's fair to bring up Richard Nixon and point out what a political rig job this is and how you have never been more steadfast that you have to stand up for America and American exceptionalism. And here's the other place I would go with this um, if I were Trump, Buck. I would focus on, and I think this would surprise a lot of people, the immigrant population. People come to America specifically because this doesn't happen. You've seen it happen in Venezuela. You've seen it happen in Cuba. You've seen it happen in Russia. You've seen it happen in China. The reason the rest of the world looks up to America is because we fight battles over ideas. We don't try to put our political opponents in prison to keep them from speaking. This is an unprecedented moment in American history. I think Trump needs to rise to that level as opposed to, sometimes he has this tendency, marinate as a victim in the specifics of what's going on to him. Rise above it. If he can do that, this becomes a huge moment, I think, for his campaign going forward. And obviously the uh, fundraising dollars, people are already reporting on how much money is flooding into the Trump campaign because of this, uh, yes. this has created a, a, a moment of, of really unparalleled momentum for his campaign. Uh, and, and now not only do the polls show he's in the driver's seat, just as a function of political narrative, it's going to be very hard to see how this doesn't propel him in the months ahead. And we're going to be really in the depths of the primary at that point. And I would wonder for even the declared candidates, never mind any undeclared candidates, what are they going to say? How are they going to handle this? You know, what is Nikki Haley going to say? It freezes him. We can talk about that when we come back. I mean, how do you even run a campaign when you're waiting to see when he's going to come through that door, which is what the entire nation's doing right now? How many text messages have you gotten notifying you that your Netflix has been suspended or that your Amazon account's been temporarily put on hold? Heck, I just got a bunch of these the other day. My wife said she's getting them all the time. They tell you all you need to do is click on a link and share some information, and you fixed it. If you've gotten those kind of messages... It's because your cell phone number's in the hands of a cyber hacker. He or she has your info, is just waiting for you to click on that link so they can put malware on your phone. It's a classic example of how cyber crimes occur and how your online identity is suddenly at risk. LifeLock will detect and alert you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own, like the cyber thieves buying online information about you. If you are a victim of identity theft, LifeLock will assign you with a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist who will work with you to fix it. 
Go to LifeLock.com. Use my name, Clay, as the promo code. That's LifeLock.com, promo code Clay. Welcome back in. Historic day in the United States of America. Donald Trump, 15th floor of the Manhattan Criminal Court in New York City. During our commercial break, he came through the doors that have been featured on CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, all afternoon long. And he has officially entered the courtroom where District Attorney Alvin Bragg is also inside of that courtroom for the arraignment. That is currently taking place as we speak at a little bit after 2.30 on the East Coast in Manhattan in the center of New York City. And uh, we're going to go to producer Allie to close out the show. But you asked the question. I think it's a good one. And I think it's one that is uh, that is really worthy of discussion because I think this is going to become one of the top elements of discussion here. How do you campaign when Trump has grabbed all of the oxygen in the Republican primary? If you are Nikki Haley, if you are uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, if you are Ron DeSantis and you are thinking uh, like everything is frozen in amber, Because everything now is about this story. And Trump, for much of his life, has loved being in the limelight. He's loved the attention all being foisted upon him. How do you almost talk about anything else if you're in the Republican primary when the Democrat Party is trying to put Donald Trump behind bars? And that's why I think we will see some in the Trump campaign, maybe Trump himself even say, Everybody else needs to drop out of this race. This is about me versus Biden. They are so terrified of me. This is what I would say if I were Trump. They are so terrified of me that they are trying to put me in prison. This is an unprecedented move. I've been telling you this was coming from the moment I came down the escalator. And they want me. I want him. Let us get in that ring. I'm going to knock Joe Biden out. I shouldn't be fighting with Republicans right Meta- now. Metaphorically, all, metaphorically yeah. knock him out. <laughs> we should all, I mean, Biden might knock himself out if he tries to go up too many flights of stairs. But uh, but if I'm Trump, I'm arguing, Buck, we shouldn't be having internecine warfare. We shouldn't be fighting as Republicans right now. The stakes of what Democrats are trying to do to me are so significant that we need to have a united front. That, to me, is one of the messages that I would make if I were Trump talking at 8.15 tonight at Mar-a-Lago because it puts the onus on his uh, on his fellow running mates, right, in the Republican so, primary race and maybe even put some pressure on DeSantis. I, well, I was going to say, not, I got, not, I got a question for you. Arms. Yeah. A question for you. Just between you, me, and a few million people yes. listening, um, does this maybe stop DeSantis from even getting into the presidential contest in your mind? It's such a good question. If I were DeSantis now, and let's presume that he's not planning on announcing until June, right? Right after the Florida legislature. legislative session, yeah. Yeah, at the end of May. What I want to know, if I am in the, in the DeSantis camp right now, is are there more charges coming? Because to me, these are such manufactured flim-flam BS right now in New York right. City that this helps Trump. But if there are charges brought in Georgia and they're more substantial, and if there are charges brought by the Department of Justice and they're more substantial, 
does the does the cumulative weight that is put upon Donald Trump's shoulders of those charges make the DeSantis candidacy more viable than it might be with one charge? And also, that's, that's, how you know, does this play out in the months ahead, Buck, I think is the question. Right now, Trump is strengthened. I wouldn't have bet. I said this uh, to start the People show, may show be this fatigued. Out. People yeah. may be tired. They may say that they just can't handle the circus. And I don't know. You don't know. We're just looking at where this could be going. But also, what is Trump, 74, 75 years old, something like that right now? I think he's 76 right? now. 76 years old now? Um, oh, gosh, I might have missed the Trump birthday. But, Clay, if he has to defend himself even in all those different jurisdictions, it's a lot of wear and tear, a lot of travel, a lot of, a lot of stuff that he's going to have to deal with. And, you know, at some point, the Democrats may be forcing this decision to be made by the GOP, which is, is it too much to try to deal with all of that and win a presidential election? Or is the only way forward for the country staring that monster down and backing the guy who's fighting on a war on a legal war on three fronts, which is what I think he will eventually be facing? I think that's within the next 12 months going to be his reality. Well, and here's the other thing, Buck. How does it change the way Trump campaigns? Trump has been firing a lot of shots at Ron DeSantis. Way more, I would say, at Ron DeSantis than at Joe Biden. Now, partly that's a function of the Republican uh, primary campaign in general. He's got to be the nominee first. But to me, you should be taking this war now to the Democrats you shouldn't be firing shots at Ron DeSantis. So does it change the way that Trump truth socials? Does it change the way that he speaks? I think that's a really interesting question, too. This also, your question on DeSantis, this is an easy off-ramp for DeSantis, right? Because DeSantis can say, I'm 43, 44 years old. Uh, he could come out, give an address about how this is a direct attack on American democracy. And even though he thinks he'll be a great president, he thinks it's more important to rally behind Trump right now. And arguably, basically make himself the nominee in 28, in theory. Now, four years is a long time. Six years is a long time. Some people miss their moment. You know, like you you yeah. would have thought, hey, this is, this is the DeSantis year because of how well he responded to COVID and the big win that he had in November. But six months later, Buck, I never would have seen Trump rising up in this way. And now they're showing photos from inside the New York courthouse. Yes, his lawyer, Joe Tacopina, to his uh, left in the photo. Uh, Trump, well, just looking like Trump. You can't really tell. He's got a good poker face. Uh, I would say the question about what the punishment is supposed to be here as well. I'm not even sure that Bragg has thought that through or, or you know, that it matters to him at this point because to go through all of this, think about the expense to the city of New York. Oh, no doubt. I, mean, I know something about this from the NYPD side from when I was there and filling, I was filling out NYPD overtime slips when I was in Intel division, right? This is going to, this is going to cost the city, you know, tens huge, of millions of dollars, huge sums, huge sums of money. I mean, just the, just the air cover alone of the additional helicopter time and everything. That's, you know, fuel is very expensive. These things get very pricey very fast. So you're going to go through all this. It's a $150,000 payment or what was that? 170, 150, something like that, right? Um, 130 what? to Stormy, 150 allegedly to right. Karen McDougal, 280 total. So, what? What are you, you're going to go through all this so that you have Trump pay a, I don't know, a 250 thousand dollar fine? No, is, no is they're that, trying to put. They're going to try to put him in jail. You think I mean, they're? Oh the, my god! Oh, that's, the, the, that's, that's the where the I'm only going with reason. this. Now, like Alvin Bragg, 
is not going to accept, because in most cases like these, right, in most cases like these, the two sides would say this is not a very significant issue. There probably would never be charges brought. Or, well, never charges, but they would take a plea for sure. uh, It would be a misdemeanor. Somebody would pay a small fine, and the story would just go away. Trump is not going to take a plea bargain. So that then takes that on the table, which means means that a fine, you know, when, when you say no to a plea, Yes. In in almost all court situations, you know, criminal situations, you say no to a plea. If they get you, they make an example out of you. That's the way that it goes. That usually yeah, means you're facing some kind of time, no, right? Because otherwise, I mean, that's what people... I'm saying, Buck. The crazy thing here is, as crazy as it is, there is, and again, you have to think probabilistically. And when I say that to everybody out there listening, I mean no one exactly knows what's going to happen. It's like a game, right? Super Bowl. Anything can happen in one game, right? This is like a Super Bowl of politics. Anything can happen in this case. There is a scenario, Buck, where Donald Trump is convicted by a biased New York City jury of this trumped-up charge, and he is sentenced to time in prison. And that could happen. Think about this, Buck. That could happen after he is the Republican Party nomination, and we made fun of Joe Biden running a campaign from his basement, Trump could run a campaign for the presidency of the United well, States from prison. I, we'd have to assume that based on the amount, you know, there are guidelines about this. I, I would just, I mean, there are guidelines about all criminal cases about what the, the statutory maximum and minimum can be for the time you serve. Yes. And now, you know, this really, as everyone knows, just keep in mind, folks, 98% of criminal charges are resolved with plea bargains. In the federal system, and it's very high at this, you know, at the almost uh, nobody state, goes to trial. State and local system as well. It's you know, it's not quite ninety seven because no one wants to go up against the feds, but it's very high. People take a plea; they take a plea, um, you know, because they you know it's take six months in prison or face ten years in prison. That's how it goes. So now we've got Donald Trump. A fine's obviously not going to cut it. The statutory minimum maximum situation here, I got to assume, is is very minor. But to what we're looking at here. If they could even force Trump to spend two weeks in jail, yeah, I think they would. I think they would try to do it. They would say, "See, we're being very reasonable. Two weeks, he'll be in the elderly wing of you know Rikers or whatever." And it's crazy to say this out loud, but we're dealing with crazy people. Yeah. Now, the other thing everybody needs to know: the motioning, by which I mean the attempt to change a venue, the appeal on whether this is even valid once they have read the full uh, charges whether this is even a valid case, right? Is this is there a statute of limitations issue? There will be a massive amount of motions filed in this case. And as we talked with Andy McCarthy, who's more of an expert on the how far backed up the Manhattan criminal court is, Buck, it's possible, I say possible, that we could go all the way through next year's presidential election without this case ever being able to get to trial. So this is just, I mean, look, this, this may point, be the craziest election Trump, cycle we've ever seen, ever. by the way. Ever. Yeah. If I'm advising Trump, I don't want to stand trial until after the presidential election has occurred, right? And certainly I don't want to stand trial during the primary season. I just, it again, to me, whatever you think about how wild the Trump case is, imagine if you're Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis or the teams advising them they have no idea how to handle this. Truly without precedent. Nobody's going to pay attention unless you hold a press conference to talk about Trump. 
Nobody cares what Nikki Haley's doing. Nobody really cares what Ron DeSantis is doing. Yeah. The Trump show has so soaked up all of the oxygen that it's almost impossible for anybody else well, to get noticed. This becomes this becomes disconcerting as well. By the way, we'll go to, we got Allie down there, right? So we we can check in with her. She's outside the courthouse. Um but it's disconcerting as well at some level that this is going to be the focus of American politics and the news media for as long as this is going on to the expense of the southern border, crime in cities, the Correct. economy, Ukraine, the billions of dollars. And unfortunately, I think that actually plays to Biden's advantage. A hundred percent, because it makes Trump the story instead of the failed incumbency of Biden. Inflation and prices are rising, and now there's a banking crisis to worry about. With the current stock market volatility, how's your retirement account doing? The Phoenix Capital Group says the time to diversify your investments is right now. They recommend high-value U.S. oil and gas investments with current yields that range from 8% to 12% APY paid monthly. That's a better rate of return than banks or CDs with no middleman. There are both Regulation A-plus and Regulation D corporate bond offerings with different maturities, qualifications, and rates. There's also a 9% APY starting at a $5,000 investment that's open to all investors. Download the Phoenix Group's free investor guide today at ph that's phxonair.com phxonair.com before making investment decisions you should carefully consider and review all risks involved learn how you can diversify your investments and earn 8 to 12% APY download the phoenix group's free investor guide today at phxonair.com want more clay and buck that you didn't hear on the show get podcast extras in the clay and buck podcast feed find it on the iheart app or wherever you get your podcasts why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, hey, I'm covered, no worries. Not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. And that can be a lot of money for your family, but how do you know you're not being overbilled? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. So unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claim comes in, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com 
Do it before you see another health care provider. HealthLock.com. HealthLock.com. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. All right, welcome back. It is Trump indictment day, as we all know. Um, Trump indictment is unsealed now following the arraignment. So the court, as is process here, this is just breaking. The court uh, has to now let the public see what the 30 that we were told about, and that was what was reported on, felony indictments against Donald Trump are. Uh, I think it is going to be highly underwhelming to anybody who cares about the rule of law. Actually, it'll be pretty tragic to anybody who cares about the rule of law. Um, wanted to also note that uh, Clay just he just shared this. The official Trump website, they are sharing photos um, of Trump's mugshot, which is not the real mugshot, right? But it says, not because they couldn't have done that already, not guilty T-shirts. He's got yes. not guilty T-shirts with the mugshot of Trump on them that Trump Trump is selling, just to be clear, uh, already. So that's being uh, that's underway. Let's get to producer Ali, who is down there at the courthouse right now. Producer Ali, bring us into the hey. scene. What's going on? Well, we've been told that things are a little bit delayed, so we probably before the show ends won't have had him leave the courthouse. But uh, the energy still really up here. People are eavesdropping on a lot of really interesting arguments people are getting into with each other um mostly about socialism and communism but uh yeah the crowd still um we're just all waiting basically in a holding pattern so ali you're outside trump has officially pled not guilty to all of the charges that were arrayed against him and i don't know if you heard buck there as the intro but this is 100 percent true they are now selling not guilty, mocked up Trump mugshots. We don't even know if he actually got a mugshot taken or not. I have not seen that reported officially. They said that he might not buck, might do it. I don't think anybody really knew. But they are now raising money for the Trump presidential campaign with a mocked up mugshot and not guilty underneath it. Again, this is from the official Trump campaign. So you want to talk about next-level wackiness. Uh, not only is Trump mocking the idea that he's facing charges, he is now raising money for his presidential campaign by selling mugshot T-shirts that just went up online in the last couple of minutes. You mentioned, Ali, as we've appreciated you coming on with us the last uh, throughout the course of the show there, you mentioned what the vibe was. What does it feel like now inside of that spot? Better, worse? Does it still have a kind of a frivolous, frivolity, sort of zany feel, or has it gotten more tense as time has gone on? It's definitely not gotten more tense. Uh, Greg and I kind of anticipated, I we had anticipated aggressive energy, and we're not getting aggressive energy. We're getting uh, energy, like a, a lot of um, a lot of emotion. But it's not it's not aggressive, if that if that makes any sense. People are just I think they're just waiting to see how it all plays out, and uh, definitely letting their support for him be known in the crowd. Um, more so, 
than the other side. All right, well, Allie, still here too. Allie, thank you so much. Stay safe. Get back up to the mothership. Get back up to no uh, the radio studio, all right? Get, get out of there before the commies find out who you are. Thank you for doing that live reporting for us. Uh, Producer Allie, always appreciate you. Um, Clay, I mean, we're just strapping in for a wild ride, my friend. This is just the beginning of it. Honored to be here with you and all of our listeners across the country, though, because at least we're in this craziness together. It's a day unlike any other in American history, and it ain't getting normal anytime soon. Keep hanging with Clay and Buck. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 